Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. In part one of this series, Mighty Mommy and I discussed many different gadgets available to kids today. We talked about how to choose game consoles, cell phones, and MP3 music players for your kids. Make sure to check out part one of the series for more info on making age-appropriate choices for your kids. You can find it by looking up Mighty Mommy. This week, we're going to look at four more types of electronics that your kids are likely to ask for. Computers, tablets, e-readers, and digital cameras. Are you having trouble trying to decide which of these pricey items are appropriate for your kids? Well, let's find out. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Tonks Coffee. Now, unlike most engineers, I made it all the way through college without touching a drop of coffee. The simple fact of the matter is that I really, really did not like the taste of it. Little did I know the coffee I had been trying was substandard. So you can imagine my suspicion when I heard of Tonks Coffee. Tonks delivers premium coffee right to your doorstep. And I actually enjoy drinking it, unlike all that other coffee out there. If I would have had this coffee in college, my all-nighters would have been much more enjoyable and a lot less sleepy. Try a sample today so that you can see what you've been missing. Just go to tonks.org slash techtalker. That's tonks, T-O-N-X dot org slash techtalker to get your free sample delivered straight to your door. Hi, Eric. It's really great to be a guest on the Tech Talker show today. I'm so excited to ask you my questions about kids and technology. Both myself and the Mighty Mommy audience are looking forward to hearing what you have to say about these hot, high-tech items that so many of our kids either want or already have. Computers. Let's face it, even kids in kindergarten are exposed to computers these days. While many families have a home computer for everyone's use, many kids either have their own desktops and laptops or would certainly like one. Suggestions, Eric, for how a parent can choose which computer makes the most sense for their school-age kids. This is a tricky situation, Cheryl. There are many programs out there that will let you snoop on what your child is doing on their computer. I don't recommend these, but in some extreme circumstances, they might be warranted. If this is what you're looking for, search for something called a keylogger. However, I found the best solution for a household full of laptops and desktops is to create two distinct networks. This isn't as hard as it sounds. Most new routers will allow for a guest network, and this will be the one for your children's computers. You can set this guest network to have restrictions for certain types of websites, the time of day they can use the internet, and much more. This allows you freedom to do whatever you need on your devices, but limit the connectivity of your child's. If you'd like to learn more about how to make your router work for you, check out my series on improving the signal strength of your home wireless network. Tablets. The iPad, Apple's most versatile gadget yet, combines music, movies, the internet, and app choices galore. Keeping in mind that these expensive tools will be used for a combination of entertainment and education, what's your take on iPads and tablets, Eric? Okay, iPads are pretty awesome. However, given their steep price, I don't really see the benefit that an iPad would provide a child that they couldn't get from an inexpensive laptop. This strategy has an unexpected bonus. A great way to teach children about computers is to get them something that isn't as easy to use as an iPad. For instance, my young cousin wanted an iPad, but the cost was prohibitive. He wasn't going to get a laptop until the seventh grade, so I decided to give him one of my older laptops. It had a free Linux operating system, which has that black and white command line interface that terrifies most people. 
Within a few days, he was well-versed in the command line. Now, this may not be the case for every kid, but if yours is technically inclined, it might just be worth pushing them a little bit. Now that my cousin is familiar with the command line, he may develop an aptitude for programming and computers that he wouldn't have discovered with an easy-to-use iDevice. I'm not saying that there's never a time or a place for an iPad, but not having one may be an opportunity to learn by doing. Kindle and Nook. These portable electronic devices take reading to a digital level. The steadfast bookworms in my family have been requesting these items for the past few years, and now it seems as though both the Kindle and Nook have many more capabilities than just being electronic book readers. Any tips or pros and cons on purchasing either, Eric? I really like the idea of the Kindle and the Nook. However, I personally listen to many of my books, shout out for Audible, and I also listen to many news podcasts instead of reading the paper. The Kindle Fire is a great alternative for anyone not wanting to spend the big bucks for an iPad, and it also gives you access to Amazon's huge content library. The Nook and the Kindle are pretty similar, but in my honest opinion, I'm partial towards the older models of these devices, which have that black and white display. No matter the form factor, I can't argue with any device that can hold a library and weighs only a few ounces. I like the idea that these devices promote reading. However, as these devices become more and more like tablets, they may have the ability to support games, such as the Kindle Fire. My only recommendation is that as a parent, you'll just want to make sure your child isn't playing Angry Birds when they should be reading. Digital cameras. Most cell phones have digital cameras built right in. And with social media on fire, today's youth live in an instant world of point, click, and upload their every move. For the budding photographer, Eric, do you have any suggestions on what a parent should look for when purchasing a digital camera for their child? When I was in middle school, one of the best Christmas presents that I received was a video camera that could also take pictures. Now, this was pretty new at the time, when there was nothing like today's smartphones that can create high-resolution videos and images instantly. I recorded hours of footage at school during sports activities of my friends and family. To this day, that is still one of the best gifts that I've ever received, because now I have all of those memories from my perspective at that age. I couldn't really appreciate it at the time, but now it is an amazing time capsule that I have. As long as you discuss with your children when it is and isn't appropriate to take pictures, I would highly recommend every kid having a simple point-and-shoot digital camera, even for those who are in elementary school. They are a great way to capture the world through the eyes of your children. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. Also, check out Mighty Mommy's tips for practical parenting. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 